Hey, Scott O. I just want to thank you for this sweet Ghostly Talk t-shirt, man. When I put it on, women just start coming at me from all directions. Well, uh, no problem, dude. Oh, yeah, and check this out. I had this rash in my chest for like three months, right? The first time I wore this Ghostly Talk t-shirt for the day, I took it off before bed and the rash was gone. Really? Yeah, dude. I also worked at a job interview I had last week, and not only did I get the job, but the boss liked it so much, he made me his partner. Huh? Yeah, and I'm now a millionaire because of your Ghostly Talk t-shirts. Well, you know, we not only have new t-shirts for 2007, but Ghostly Talk also has a brand new line of bumper stickers and one and a quarter inch buttons. You're kidding! No, sir. You can check them out and also find out how to order them at ghostlytalk.com. I must go and order all of them now! Whoa, whoa, hold on. Save some for the rest of the listeners. As you can see, Ghostly Talk swag is going fast. So head on over to ghostlytalk.com and check it out. T-shirts, bumper stickers, and one and a quarter inch buttons, all for a very cheap price. Order yours today. Interested in ghosts, UFOs? How about the occult? Are you psychic? Would you like to find out? Well, if you're intrigued by the world's curiosities and all that is paranormal, then Paralore.com is a place for you. Create your own profile, start a photo album, write a blog, or just hang out and watch countless hours worth of paranormal videos while chatting with other Paralore members. Who knows? You could win a prize or two if you're quick and brave enough. It's all here, and it's all free. Visit www.paralore.com and join today. Again, membership is free, and we know you won't be disappointed. Paralore.com Unlock your mind. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you and your cocoon. What makes you think you're immune? To that your eye you could feel in your... No, really, I'm fine, kind of like... Girl, open up your mind. Which trickster has your feel good thrill? Looky there, it's hiding right before your eyes. So you've been hurt before, we heard it all before. So dry your pretty tears, it'll fall on
shaking the darker side of Paranormal Talk Radio. Look no further. Google Then search the Paranormal Radio Show. Hosted by Tommy Golden. Sponsored by the Tennessee Ghost Chasers. Then search the Paranormal Radio Show. Talks about all things on the dark side of Paranormal. So tune in live on Thursdays and Fridays from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Central Time Zone. I say, Sean B., I've been thinking about all the things necessary to produce a proper paranormal broadcast. Mm, do tell, Nathan S., what are these vital qualities? Empathy, commitment, quiet dignity, and self-respect. Indeed. What a shame we don't have any of those traits. Oh, yeah, the Ghost Planet Demon Hunter show is rocking its way on the supernatural scene. It's Drive Time Paranormal Broadcasting without the driving or the timing. Just go to www.ghostandhumans.com. Think you know what goes up in the night? You ain't heard nothing yet. Each week we'll be bringing you the best and the worst kept secrets in the paranormal community. Yeah, us, the Ghost Planet Demon Hunter, Sunday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. www.ghostanddemon.com. The Ghost Planet Demon Hunter show is beyond the normal broadcast. Listening to Ghostly Time with your hosts Doug and Scott L. And Bonnie Jones. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I should have mentioned this when we had all the free time. The show is going to get in a facelift here really soon. Yeah. We mentioned this before. Uh, a lot of new audio you're going to be hearing, new, uh, new stuff from all types of independent artists who've been helping us out over the years. Uh, they're going to be really part of the show now. It's going to be really cool. So stay tuned for that. You know, it's always fun when I look at our note sheets we have every week. And whenever I don't have, like, a bio filled in, I, it's somebody we really know well and they're a good friend of ours and we've spent a lot of time with them. So, mm. you know, it's somebody basically who doesn't need an introduction. And <laughs> right. this man really doesn't. No, he, he doesn't. Uh, you know what, Bonnie? I'm going to give you the honor for this. Why don't you go for it? Me? Yeah, you want you. me to bring in Big Johnny Z? Oh, my, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, my Lord. He's the Sexy <laughs> man alive, and he's here God. to talk to us on Ghostly Talk. His Hi, Johnny Z. Hi. <laughs> you're you're well. Voluptuous. That's the first time I ever got introduced like that. <laughs> Leave it to me. You're well. But that's okay. I like it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get this off. Your websites are www.johnzappis.com and www.prsne.com, of course. And they're bookmarked. I'm thinking. I think in every. Oh bookmark. yeah, and they're on our website too. So yes, John, how are you? It's good to have you Here's back on the show. Here's my buddy Doug. How you doing? I am. I am still. I am still ghost hunting. Still doing it. All right, you you keep going, bro. I'm I'm working at. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you back on, John. It's uh, uh anytime. I'm all. I always enjoy coming on, guys. Well, you know, let's start off. Uh, you know, we we usually have like our, you know, what I refer to as our, uh, you know, once a month. Me and you usually talk on the phone, and it's like our once a month, like you just jam session. What? <laughs> kind of go back and he forth. He doesn't talk to me on the phone. 
Well, yeah, we usually do it like once a month. We end up talking to each other. It's just what we do. It's this not... is a problem. Oh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> John, we have to have a once a month conference call. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead and go. <laughs> I, I still wa- love him. Okay. I'm just wondering what you've been up to, John. <laughs> well, keeping uh, busy, actually. I'll give you my itinerary for today. Two exorcisms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? That is busy. Yeah, so uh, busy uh, with two different cases. A man that had severe problems for uh, several years, and we were actually able to break it and hopefully bring some closure for the gentleman so that he could move on with his life. And the other one had to do with a little girl. She's 11 years old. Mm-hmm. and very sensitive, very psychic, very open to these different things. In our initial investigation, we felt that there were several human spirits there, and we were able to help them to cross over. And she kept talking about the one big, ugly-looking one that was in the house, the creepy one. That was me. And things escalated, and um, we had to end up going back and doing a clearing in the home. Ooh. So that was my exciting Sunday. That's what you, that was your day today. <laughs> My God. I, we just went to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I'm sorry to you know, be pimping Cracker Barrel. That was the big part of our day, John. I mean, it was not nearly as exciting as yours was, obviously. <laughs> but that was my exciting Sunday. <laughs> I know you've been doing a lot of traveling, too. You've been on the road a lot, going to a lot of conferences like we have. Uh, what's some of the recent ones you've been hitting up on? Uh, the Stanley, the Queen Mary. Wow. Uh, th- those were uh, the most recent that I have done. Uh, looking forward to it. I know. I, I believe we got a couple lined up where we're going to finally run into each other. Troy's. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Troy yeah. Taylor's. It's my first time ever doing it. I'm honored to death, and we'll all be out there having a blast this summer. Yeah, that's going to be in June, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I don't have the dates in front of me. I know it's, that's in June. That's the American Ghost uh, Ghost Conference that Troy put. This will be the tw- wait the twelfth. Uh, I, I think this will be the 11th or 12th one. I always, I, I know it's to you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's been going on forever. He's been doing them forever. Yeah. He's been doing them longer than anybody else has. Uh, and mm-hmm. That's why we're always honored to go out there, too. Totally blows us away that Troy likes us to come out to his conferences. Uh, so we're looking forward to that also. Yeah, I think we'll probably bump into each other a couple times this year. Looking forward to that, John. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have a blast every time. Hey, John, this is Tom. What color sweater are we wearing the first day? Hey, brother. Brother, what's happening? What's shaking, bro? What's that? What's shaking? Hey, you know, just as well as I do. <laughs> Tom, do you know I, I must have gotten at least several different emails going back and forth, and people would email me and go, John, I've known you for years and never knew you had a brother, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> ever, ever since we put those, those pictures up, I laugh. Yep. I just laugh, and I go, well, how come... He's never been out in the forefront. We never heard of him. And I go, oh, check, check him out. He's around. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We've been hearing that a lot. Uh, and people have made plenty of comments about that, about our Tom and you, uh, about just the sickening similarities between you guys as far as your appearance. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is striking, <laughs> to say the least. It's completely striking. Uh, you'll be seeing Tom also. It's, we're looking forward to hanging out this summer. It's going to be really cool. To, every year, the last couple of years, we've been doing this. And it's like, these, these conferences we go to, it seems like it's a reunion of sorts, you know, uh, for a lot of us. We all get together and we all hang out. And it's just such a fun, wonderful time to get together and talk to everybody. So. Totally looking forward to that. Can't wait for it, John. Absolutely. Same here. Now, we, 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 there's, I think we're going to cover a couple things tonight. I know we were just going to kind of bounce around a little bit and just have fun. But, uh, well, you got some Doug. What's yeah, up? one thing that I wanted to talk about, because there's, there, the, John, you and I went to a, a haunted bed and oh, breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. two years ago or so, and and uh, it was a, f- a fantastic investigation. Um, but we ran into some stuff that I didn't know how to deal with, and and you did because of your experience. Now, can we knowledge. talk about? I mean, have you, we we can talk. Yes. About, yes. You know, I I think it's important. Um, I know where Doug's going with all this, Scott, and I'm very comfortable with it. Okay, because, cool. All right. Yeah. Because what happens is, I, I mean, I thought that over, you know, four, five, six years, I had pretty much seen it all, done it all, heard it all, and, and uh, was prepared for pretty much anything. And it turned out I wasn't. I was not as prepared. I was not, I did not know everything. I still don't. I, you know, I, I was absolutely flabbergasted that this, that this even happened. But, um, uh, and, and I didn't, I wouldn't have known what to do. But of course, uh, John Zaffis knew exactly what to do, and he took care of the situation and gave us uh, advice and then an explanation as to what was going on and why we should, um, you know, wait till the next day to review any evidence and things like that. It was just an amazing time because I learned more in that one investigation than probably 10, 15, 20, oh gosh, a, a, a library full of books. Here again, this is what's so intriguing and interesting because we were there to do an investigation. We thought we were going to be dealing with, uh, you know, basically just your average type of haunting with human spirit or ghost, uh, either uh, you want to refer to it. And the events that had led up to so many different things, even to me being postponed with trying to get there, I mean, we have flight delays, you name it, everything went wrong. And I kept saying to Jay Scott, I said, there's reasons these things happen. He goes, yeah, 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 John, you always say that. (laughs) 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 We we went back and forth. And during the investigation, as most of us do, we, we get very much into our videoing and doing our EVPs and everything. And... Doug, um, unfortunately, I can't remember the young lady's name, that, the, the psychic lady. I don't remember either. I have it on my video. I mean, I could dig it out. But, um, well, oh, you know what? First, we should probably tell everybody. It was it was an event that was put on by Jay Scott. Yeah, at, World at of the Unexplained. World of the yeah. Unexplained, which is a podcast. Yeah, another and show. You can Good go to show. Yep, go, Google W-O-T-U or World of the Unexplained and, and listen to their show. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Jay Scott put this together. And he had put it together. It was at the uh, oh Twin Lakes. Yeah, Twin Lakes Lodge. I think it was Twin Lakes Lodge. Yeah, Twin, yes. Twin yes, Lakes Lodge. Gorgeous place. Absolutely gorgeous. So the, these, the, this uh, husband and wife put together, they, they had bought this old house and, and, and the grounds, and uh, they had uh, made it into a bed and breakfast, and they are absolutely fantastic hosts. Uh, they, they just were, well, the, the, the lady was there, and, and she was um, uh, a fantastic hostess, and and the place is beautiful and so comfortable and um, amazing. And it does well, what have the stories a about history. Yeah, of, okay, you're getting that. Yeah, <laughs> it does have a history of hauntings. So first yeah. of all, it was written the 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 fellow who who lived in the house was the fellow who wrote the Devil's Tramping Ground. Okay, and I cannot remember his name, and and that's um, uh, but it, it's a. The, uh, I mean, uh, if you Google the Devil's Tramping Ground, yeah, it, yeah. you'll you'll find out. Uh, I think it was like John something. Uh huh. John. 
anyway, um, so this Devil's Champion Grounds book, the, the guy collected stories of North Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. It was, it was in North Carolina, by the way. Uh, stories of North Carolina, and he put a book out. This was a long time ago he did this. So he was doing this before any of us, uh, well, before we were, right? Uh-huh. And he was collecting ghost stories and writing about them, and he wrote it there in the house. Or yeah. we, we feel that he collected the stories, or it is felt that he's collected the stories throughout you know, a considerable amount of time, yeah. but he actually put them together while living there in that house into a book and and became um, then a published author of uh, an in- interesting and, uh, you know, and now old book yeah. about ghost stories of North Carolina. Well, um, so it had that in its history, and and then uh, they, they noticed that uh, tricks would be played and things like that in the room that John stayed in, right? John, you yeah. stayed in the most haunted, or the the room that gets the most um, activity. activity, or the most people complain about, you know, like, sure. oh, my alarm didn't go off, you know, even though I said it, and, you know, all these little tricks, little tricks would, would happen in that room, and, uh, um, John, did you experience anything other than during the, the actual haunt, or the haunt, uh, during, except for during the actual investigation when we were all in there? Yes, because um, the second night, um, that we were there, and actually, I should say the first night, I just t- totally turned, tuned it out, but it was the night after we did the communication. I believe that was the first night. Mm-hmm. And I remember the kids were, uh, the, the kids' spirits were very restless. The other spirit that was within the room was very restless. And I remember all you guys finally got out of the room and everything, and I was trying to get some sleep around 4 o'clock in the morning. And I just remember, okay, that's it. I said, everybody out, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and it wasn't anybody human in the room, you know, any human beings walking around in the room. And the activity calmed right down. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I was hearing voices or there was actual things, but there was a lot of commotion. And you could feel the different energy moving around in the room. Because basically, from us being in there, we definitely had disturbed things and really got things wound up from doing the investigation. Right, and the investigation was, um, uh, of course, uh, the the world of the unexplained folks were there. There was a, a couple of folks. There was a professor. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, Al Prophet. Yes, it was Al Prophet. He was there, and uh, there was a, a relatively inexperienced, but uh, but you know. Um, uh, somebody very, very willing to, to do this kind of work with us was uh, a psychic lady. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, and, and she does not do her, she does not use her gift for, you know, um, you know, telling your future or whatever, that kind of thing. She uses it primarily for ghost hunting, uh, with ghost hunting groups. Mm-hmm. So it's very, you know, she's, she's developing her, her skill and her talent and her gift, uh, Particularly in that way, uh, it, going out with ghost hunting groups and and trying to get the you know the the deal on what's going on with the haunting, which is a, a, a fantastic thing. I, I applaud her for it. But at, at the time, she was relatively inexperienced, and she ran into a bit of an issue. Do you want to describe it, John, or you want me to? Nope. Um, you know what? Go ahead, Doug. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I, what had happened? What I saw is I saw her. Coming up with information, very good and valuable information. Uh, she was describing a fire. She was describing two kids. She was describing several things. And um, then all of a sudden, she started um, 
it, something started interfering with her signal. That's the best I can put it. Um, it just started interfering, and she started saying, "Oh, I don't like these. These are wispy. These are they're black, and they're they're bad. They're they're they're. I don't like them here." And she would wave her hand in front of her face. I, I don't like this. I, I want that to you know that that it's it's interfering. What and and unfortunately the 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 people around us because there was what probably eight or ten people in the room. Uh, the people around us were saying, well, what are they? Well, what, what do they want? Um, you know, describe them. The, 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 the ghost hunters were interested in this thing that was interfering with the information that w- had been forthcoming, more so than the information that had been forthcoming, right, or had been coming, you know, uh, being honed in on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wasn't. I, I knew that she was upset, and and I said, and it's on tape. I've got the video. Uh, it, it's I I was saying, um, you need to send them away because we're not interested in them. We're interested in you know the kids and the story and what happened here. And uh, but these things kept interfering, and unfortunately, the rest of the ghost hunting group was doing the same thing. They they were interested in these things. These these she described them as dark, little wisps. Right, wisps of yeah. uh, you know yeah. darkness, and and they would just flit in and then flit out, and that's pretty much how she would describe it. And it went on for minutes, like uh, I'm talking probably four to six minutes. This did, yeah. And um and the the problem is the the psychic lady, and and I feel so bad. I I I'm not saying she's not gifted. I'm saying she's very gifted. Um, but she wouldn't listen to me, and that, that shows her an experience, is what it does. It, she wouldn't listen to me. I'm on the outside looking in. I'm, you know, trying to get the information from her, and I'm trying to direct her away from something that she was obviously bothered by, but she yeah. was in the moment, and she didn't know to listen to me, and, and I don't blame her in one sense that she didn't trust me. I just met her that night, but at the same time, I... I couldn't get control away from her and the uh, the rest of the group to say, look, we're not interested in them little wisps of blackness. What we want is we want to know more about the kids. We want to know more about the haunting. We want to know more about this place. You know, we we want the information. Yeah. We don't want these things that are interfering. And and I tried to convey this, but it was an immediate situation. John, you saw that and and knew a lot more about what was going on than I did. Just instantly and instinct. You, you've been around. You, you know this stuff, and I, and I, I didn't know how to take control of the situation at all. Well, what transpired at the point in time, as she went in and she was trying to pick up on the spirit towards the end of it, we had a situation where we started having what I refer to as, you know, the, the best way to describe it is that the death banshees. Mm-hmm. or the little ones that come around. And it's a very common thing that occurs unknown to the situation. And nobody actually had taken this into consideration at the point in time, even myself, not realizing it until I was sitting there and realizing that the one of the owners of the property was in the hospital near death. Mm-hmm. And they gave this poor gentleman 24 hours to live. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew instantaneously because then Al Prophet at that point in time had piped up and he said there's a dramatic drop in temperature in the room. And he actually recorded everything. And I kept telling her at that point, Doug, remember I went up to her and I told her, I said, you have to shut down. Right. At this point in time, I said, you have to shut down. You will be altering things. And 
Everybody was totally complex. So at that point, we fi I finally was able to get her to realize and to break what she was in at that mode in time. And once we got that broken, everything let everything let up within the the room yeah. as the energy had uh, come right back in again, and things really lightened up. And then I just said, "We, you just experienced something that is not really discussed all that often." I said, "But we were playing with a double-edged sword here." And I said, "And it's unfortunate I didn't think of this in the beginning." due to the circumstances of one of the owners. And at that point in time, it dawned on me that we were teetering with somebody between both worlds. And this uh, gentleman was clinging on for life. And I felt very unsecure and very uncomfortable that if we let anything within those different realms approach at that point in time, we might have altered something within the characteristic of the property and you can also be uh, it's got, you got to be very guarded because we could have altered something with that spirit crossing over properly and that that is something that I was extremely uncomfortable with so what once all this we came to turn you know came to terms and we realized I realized what was happening and everything we actually stopped everything and we took a break Yes, and, did. you know, we, we came back in and everything, and I sat down and I discussed to everybody what had transpired and what was happening. And I said, well, you could basically, when entering the etheric world or the spirit world, whichever you want to call it, as she was doing, you could have altered something or something could have gotten changed on granting permission for them to enter. So I was uh, very guarded with that. And... With the whole situation and the way things transpired and the way they happened that evening, that gentleman basically had gone on and gone on, and he started to recover. And to my knowledge, uh, the understanding I have, he's still with us today. Mm -hmm. So here again, as bizarre and as crazy now, some of the things happen and they occur within investigations. It, it's always good because I keep these things registered uh, within my mind with different circumstances or different things, and I'm able to relate to them. And a lot of times when I'm sitting and I'm quiet, I start thinking over different things. Okay, what would I have done? What would my uncle have done? What was different? And I'll think, and things always come back to different situations we were involved with over the years. So here again, I still feel to this day that it was something we all discussed, all of us that were there that night that I wanted to leave alone for a while, but it was something that was very important to be talked about in the future on how the events occurred, why they occurred, and how tricky some of these things can operate to actually enter in and alter different types of situations. And and I I agree I think that you know this if if you look up you know the death banshees or the the little ones you know you you look this up and you study this kind of phenomena what, what it's a it's a normal part of life and death and it's supposed to happen and uh, according what well, that's uh Celt you know ancient Celtic uh, lore I think but they they uh, if 
if this is a normal part of life and death, and we're not supposed to interfere, and we were there, we were in a situation where we very well easily could have, because in a normal situation, you don't have John Zaffis there, right? Because John is only one person, and he can only get around to so many, you know, ghost things a year. Yeah. And um, you don't have John Zaffis there. You don't have somebody who's as trained, as experienced, and as knowledgeable in uh, the paranormal field. If... If you hadn't been there, John, I think what have happened is is the the lady would not it, what the way it was going is the lady would not have listened to me because she was not listening to me trying to to send them away and get to the information, she, and and the other people were asking all these questions about those little flitty, dark things, right? And uh-huh. so that was drawing attention to the exact things that we need to be leaving alone. Correct. And um, so had you not been there, I think it could have been a. a uh, perhaps an entirely different turnout for the the homeowner, or an entirely yeah. different turnout turnout for that property, or and and probably both. I was just going to say I, I actually think all of the above, because when you study the realm and, and you're around people that are near death, and you know usually like the week prior or even you know a couple of days before, things are very different. Things are very I, I don't even know how to really describe it in detail, but it, it's a very weird atmosphere. The energies are very different. And when you see the transition that takes that takes place in these states that I've seen this uh, occur many times, it's something that I'm very guarded with because I never, ever want to interfere with the living or the dead as far as being responsible for altering anything that could have possibly have been. Mm-hmm. So, and Doug, I know you'll remember I got extremely forceful. Oh, yeah. You know, with verbalizing how I felt about the situation, and it wasn't right at the time to discuss what was transpiring because I knew I would have just blew everybody right out of the water. Right. Because it was too, it was too much and it was too fresh for everybody to understand something to that degree because I, to this day I still remember the first time I've ever experienced it and I still remember you looked right up at me and you said John what just happened in here I did yeah I, I remember I, it. Didn't I said know. Doug I'll explain it to you to the best that I possibly can you sent us away you said okay everybody go out and do something it doesn't matter what it is it can, but not paranormal related go out um, do not turn your cameras on. Do not review anything. Do not, you know, just go out and talk or whatever for for 15 minutes or so. It was just to break the, you know, the the tension. The, not so much. Te- I mean, yeah, it was tension, but break uh-huh. the uh, the stride that everybody was in, you know, and just no. You had to go out and, you know, the the equivalent of. Uh, um, you know, a, a break at yeah. work. You know, get yeah. up, move around, go to the drinking fountain, whatever. Just go do something else. Come back, your work will still be there, right? What break, was that, Tom? Trying to break the intent of what everybody had at that point, then maybe. Well, uh, yeah, and, and get people thinking about other things right. as well. Yeah. So, so the so so we all went away for about fifteen twenty minutes or so. I don't remember exactly, but we all went away for a little bit. We all congregated then back in the room, and and uh, John told us. Do not review. I don't want. I don't want anybody to review anything tonight. You you wait till daylight. Turn all your stuff off, and and 
Put it away. It, it, look at it tomorrow or whatever, but don't don't look at it tonight. We don't need any more thoughts on this tonight. Uh, and he gave us specific rules like that. You know, don't do this. Don't do you know? Just make sure that and and uh, you know everybody keep you know um, keep it in mind that uh, you know the the natural progression of things is what's supposed to happen. No interference. And and so he told us several things like that. He told us about the the, the death banshees, the little ones, and um. And so he, he essentially, you know, schooled us on that. And, and he also told us that, that, that this was, you know, we weren't supposed to be dealing with those entities. And that's why, that's why it was done for the night. And we were done for the night. I mean, it was pretty, it, it was exciting when you look back at it. But during the time that it was happening, it was terrifying. And, uh, and I think that people need to learn from that. I think that people who hear ghostly talk and hear that I had an experience like that. And I, I mean, I, I'm not uh, the most experienced ghost hunter, but I, I think that I've talked to a lot of people and I know several, you know, a lot of things. Do I know it all? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, am I usually able to control a situation? I think so. If something gets out of hand, I think I'm calm, cool, and collected enough to take control. And, and Was I in this case? No. Not at all. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and so, so we're all human. We all are human. Every single one of us is human. And, and we're running out. We're doing this ghost hunting. And sometimes it can get above our heads. And we're underwater. And what are we going to do? And uh, that's, where, that's where this experience has really helped me. Because on, on, on any subsequent investigations that something happens that uh, that is out of our control I'll, whether i know what's happening or not i know that you need to put an immediate stop to it turn everything off pack everything up and think and talk about it the next day well, don't this sleep this is interesting because uh, you know john i've seen you speak several times at conferences right and uh one of the things that, one of the points that you you get across every time i hear you speak uh, is always, look, you know, sometimes you don't know what you're getting yourself into here. Uh, whatever situation it may be, dealing with the paranormal and things like that. Sometimes you don't know what you may be getting yourself into. Uh, that, therefore, you there are the things, and then you'll, you'll go on to tell people, here are the things that you can use to protect yourself with. Um, do you think, John, there, that there, I mean, with the growth and things that are going on right now, a lot of you know, a lot of people are getting into this stuff, and I think a lot of people are very haphazardly going into this, approaching this uh, this field now, unfortunately, and I think it may have some negative consequences for people down the road. Uh, do you feel that also, John? Absolutely. <clears throat> Here again, it's very beneficial, and I'm all for getting information out there. Yeah. And, you know, presenting it so people can understand so many different things. But there's also, once you cross that line and you go a little bit too far with information or too much recognition on any perspective within certain realms yeah. of this work that we do, you got to be very guarded and you got to be very careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's what I was saying, just like that. I mean... So many people are getting well, into this now, and it seems. Well, go ahead. Yeah. I, I was at the I was at the um, paranormal picnic that that uh, GLPR had had put together what, two or three years ago. Yeah. And the one where you and Amber met. Yeah. yeah. And the the uh, I, I asked a question of the people who were there, and I said, "Who says a prayer or somehow grounds themselves before going into an investigation?" And it was like a couple of hands out yeah. of all the people. Uh-huh. 
And and I was I was shocked. I even said something at the time, didn't I? I'm like, you guys know better. Right. And uh, and but but very few people do. And uh, the thing is, is if I what I want to stress to everybody is if I ran into something like this, you can too. I'm not special. Yeah. I I'm just a ghost yes, hunter. You are, Doug. Well, I'm special to you, Bonnie. But I <laughs> but I'm but I I'm not I I'm not special as far as ghost hunting goes. I I don't know it all. I'm I'm trying to learn. I have a show that I I get to talk to some amazing people like John Zaffis and and uh, thank heavens because because uh, if I if he hadn't been there I wouldn't have known what to do. Yeah. The um the I I'm not special. I go out and I ghost hunt every now and then and I and I talk to folks and I try and learn and that's that's my whole thing. I I'm not going out with uh what are those ghost things with on the backpacks? What did they call them? The um, the, the pro power, pro, pro proton pack. Pa- I don't I don't have nothing like that. I, I I'm not a super ghost hunter. I'm I'm an average ghost hunter at that. And and I I didn't know what to do, and it, if it can happen to me, it can happen to any one of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a situation. This is just one situation of how many how many situations you describe in, in the book, John. Uh, you 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 describe thing after thing after thing of mind blowing stuff. And and what's interesting is when you read the book, you think that'll never happen to me. I really did. I read your book, and I thought none of that's going to happen to me. Uh, you know, and, but you know what it did. So. Why, you know, I, I'm, I was, what is it when you're, when you can't talk Uh-oh, yourself, got stumped? Yeah, yeah, I'm stumped. <laughs> when you can't talk yourself into something, or, or uh, in denial, I, I wasn't in denial because that was, but beforehand I thought I, I couldn't, uh, I, I, I wasn't invincible, I knew that, yeah. but I, but I didn't. It's one naive. of those Again. I was naive. Yes, I was you were. very, very naive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that it could happen to me. And and uh, just like I'm sure that uh, the folks in Florida didn't think that they'd run into that situation at the St. Augustine, that they had to, you know, go around the girl and to escort the girl out. Just like the girl who saw something up in the catwalk at Mount at, um, Moundsville. No, um uh, Ohio State Reformatory. Yeah, and, and yeah, she freaked out. Uh, she, she got freaked out, and yeah. they had to they had to surround her and escort her out, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. as as quickly as possible. You, you just uh, this stuff does happen. I've I've seen it twice. I've you know I've seen the the thing with John Zaffis, and I saw the one at the Ohio State Reformatory, and I've heard about it once with the the folks at uh, St. Augustine, yeah. um, in Florida. So it this does happen. You need to protect yourself. You need to listen to John Zaffis. And Absolutely. everything in his book, you, you you need to read it and know that this is not that far out there. I've run into one of them myself. Well, the the, the key thing is, you know, w- with the fascination with the paranormal today, is that we have a lot of people going out there. A lot of people have a big interest in this. Yeah. And uh, uh, a couple of the aspects, you know. It's important to protect yourself. I don't care if you worship a freaking rock, <laughs> as long as it's on a positive. Yeah. yeah. And you always bring that positive force with you to use that as your protection when you arrive on any type of a location or when you're leaving a location. And another thing that's extremely scary today is people are getting involved and they're provoking the heck out of uh, different things in different locations. Mm-hmm. And one thing people have to realize, because I hear this time and time again from people, how do I protect myself? And you give them the information, 
and you tell them to be very respectful when you go into historical places or a person's home and be careful how you perceive and how you interact with doing an investigation because that can alter an entire situation and you know if you don't get any evidence it doesn't mean that somebody isn't going through a haunting because many times I've gone several eight times to a location and never gotten any evidence but it doesn't mean that that family doesn't have some type of activity that's occurring whether it's logical or paranormal uh -huh. so you know I tell people please be very guarded today because we have this whole new world with people jumping into the paranormal field and going out there and, you know, investigating and everything, which is cool. I, I have nothing against that. Yeah. But I just try to tell people, please be guarded on what you're doing and how you do it. Yeah, and that's, again, that's the bottom line of all this. I think people, um, so I think the newer, the people that are coming into this now, they may have the wrong perceptions of this thing. Uh, there, we've always went. Well, old. see, I always thought ghost hunting was fun, and it is fun. Yes. There's a lot of fun to be had. Sure, it's boring when you're doing it. A lot hours and hours of sitting there going, "Do you have a name? Do you want to tell me anything?" You know, I mean, some of it's kind of boring, but but it's fun in that there's a social aspect to it. There's, uh, it's very very interesting, obviously. Um, but there's. Uh, um, it's it's fun. It's my hobby. You know, it's it's also my calling. It's something that I was you know evidently destined to do at some point. And um, I but I always thought it was sort of on the lighter side. I I read the books. I knew that there was a darker side. Uh -huh. Otherwise, we wouldn't have Ed and Lorraine Warren. We wouldn't have John Zaffis. We wouldn't have um, uh, the who are those people from the tap or the Keith and I don't remember their Keith, name. Keith and Carl Johnson. Yes, Keith and Carl Johnson. We wouldn't have these people who are the you know the the ones who've studied, studied, studied and figured it out and know what to do in in these darker situations, you know. And we wouldn't have them at all. You know, they they'd be onto something else. Maybe they'd yeah. be gardeners. I I don't know, but so, you know, they'd be doing something other than you know studying the heavy stuff. Well, the heavy stuff is out there. I ran into it, and I wasn't prepared. Well, the big thing today, too, is demonology is a very hot topic right now. It is. It really is. It I is. mean, we, I, we continuously, you know, um, most of us that are into the demonology, into this work, believe it or not, are a group that has bonded over the course of years, and we don't usually end up killing each other, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we know how the paranormal field is, but... You know, Keith and Carl, 30 years I've known these guys. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, Adam Bly, uh, uh, Andy Calder. Oh. I mean, just to name a few that are public people that, you know, uh, we intermingle, we're bonded together, we deal with a lot of these things. And over the years, it was a very difficult thing on our, on our end because so many people, you know, had the notion that, you know, a lot of these things don't exist, they don't happen. But you know what? We stood firm. And we knew what we experienced. We knew what people went through. And today now, everybody's looking at it more openly, and they're saying, okay, there's a bunch of stuff that that old gray-haired guy talks about. Some <laughs> of this stuff makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, you know, they're looking at it from a, a more open perspective. But demonology is the study of that, and getting involved with some of this area in this field, is it for everybody? No. There, there's all whole area that I, that is something that, you know, it's very difficult for people to understand. It's not really a choice that you get involved with this because for many years, 
I've had clergy always say, John, you, you had a calling to do it. You had a calling to do it. I said, what, the Pope called me? No one called me. <laughs> you know, and I could never understand that. And it took years and, and, and an understanding of it, of watching people get involved with this and, and, and what it did to people and tearing them apart once they got involved with some of the negative cases and, you know, de destroying people, you know, uh, friendships and, yeah. you know, so many of these things and watching who has survived it and who has, you know, basically gotten out of the paranormal field because of what the more negative cases have done to their organizations or, or their friendships and the researchers. And a lot of them would say to me afterwards, you've always talked about these things. You, you always brought it to the forefront, but we never believed it until we experienced it. You can't see it. You can't touch it, John. It's so hard to accept. Yeah, uh, and the, what I noticed also today now, too, I mean, considering demonology, it is a very hot subject. I'm seeing a lot more people taking the title. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen that. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, actually kind of curious to hear what you have to say about this, John, because, I mean, I see a, I mean, I'm seeing it more and more people are popping up. Well, I'm a demonologist. I, I study, I'm a demonologist. That's what I do. I, you know, and it sounds to me it, it isn't just it isn't as easy as giving yourself the title demonologist obviously a lot of these people you mentioned a few people already john uh and these people have multiple decades in this field um you know it isn't the same as just going out ghost hunting and stuff like that there's a lot more to it uh it isn't it, it, my point is i'm just questioning wondering what you think about that john is you know is it just as easy as giving yourself the title of that i imagine it isn't but i'm wondering what you think well, for many years, I would never even refer to myself as a demonologist. Mm -hmm. I always just went strictly into paranormal investigator, and I even say that in the book, and that came out in 2004. Yeah. But today, you know, I, the best thing I can say or describe with this is scary. And it's something that I'm trying to get a, a, a grip on because all of a sudden I'm hearing about people that have been in the field 10, 20 years, and they were been you know, investigators and demonologists, I never heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've never heard of any of these people. I've never seen them intertwine with some of the things that, you know, I get involved with. I mean, there's a whole part of my life that dealing with the clergy, no matter what denomination is, I never talk about it. I never bring it up. Uh -huh. So therefore, I mean, there's always been this whole network of, of what I call you know, the the other end of it that it's just not publicized and it's just not something I've talked about, but if a lot of these people have been around for 10, 20 years, I sure the heck would have run into them. Yeah, yeah. well, it seems like that, yeah. You know, yeah, so I, you know, it, it's a difficult thing and, you know, it, it's not something that, you know, I'm not downing anybody, you know, because right away I'll get a million emails telling me, oh, I don't want nobody doing demonology. It's not that at all. No, I studied it for like 10 years before I actually got involved with it. And, you know, I, I talk about this continuously. My uncle did everything he could to keep me out of it. Uh -huh. And I couldn't understand why. And, you know, that conversation rings in my mind 20 years ago, you know, it was just so much in depth. He says, you don't really know what it's like once you cross that line. He goes, doing paranormal investigating is one thing. Getting involved with the demonology end of it's another whole realm of it. Mm. But he would always throw that at me every once in a while, too. He goes, I knew you were going to end up doing this anyways. You had a calling for it. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I went here again. Here, here, here goes this calling crap again. Anyway, <laughs> you know, and I and I did over for many years. I kept saying that, and I couldn't understand it. But you know, I studied it for quite a few years. I intermingled with so many different people. You know, you name it: medicine men, shaman, Buddhist, Roman Catholics. Mm-hmm. You know, pagan, Wiccan. There isn't anybody I haven't intermingled with with trying to understand the different belief systems and how they go about different things. And, you know, I'm Roman Catholic, but not everybody in the world is. And another thing with with our work on the demonology end of it is we might not like what other people do or how they perceive it, but always respect people's values. Yeah. Always respect the path that they chose. I think that's a, an extremely important thing with learning anything about this and, and always try to tie in with people that have been in the field for years and you know it might sound like we're sitting down just telling you a bunch of crazy stories of events or things that have occurred in our lives or families we dealt with yeah but th- these things do occur and they do happen and i've seen a lot of people recently jump into this and to be honest with you, there's several people right now that I'm helping that have gotten themselves in serious, serious trouble. Yeah, and that's what I'm scared of too to see this because I do, like I said, like I mentioned a minute ago. Well, uh, why is, is it because uh, you know? Because obviously now the paranormal is really up in the media. You know, right. there's mm-hmm. a, every cable station has a paranormal show. Uh, yeah. Um, is and every group yeah, on the they, planet wants a paranormal show. <laughs> but I, I, what I'm wondering is, is is it because of that? And then people look at this and they go, "Oh, demonology! Now that's a really cool specialty." I mean, is it, it, or is it just? I wonder if it's just that simple. I, I, is it people making this up, or, or maybe there is a calling? Maybe some. Maybe it's gonna like really, really hit big in the next, I mean, because we're coming up on, you know, new millennia, or not new millennia, but a new time because of 2012 2012. thing. So so this is supposed to happen. I mean, maybe it's building up and maybe they really are going to need... Maybe this stuff's happening for a reason like that, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, all all these TV shows, but maybe this is happening for a reason. Maybe we're going to need this, like, you know, these new spiritual paratroopers down the road for 2000. I mean, I don't don't know. I mean, because that seems to be what's happening with the... uh, with the uh, with the current Christ, it's only four years of, from now, right? And that seems to be what's happening with the state of current paranormal media, yeah. is, or popular media, I should say, because paranormal media is pretty underground, like ghostly talk. Yeah, yeah. but um, and ghostly and demon hunter. What, what you do, what you do have to realize, and something that I take a step back and I look at these things. Yes, don't get me wrong. There, there have been people I've talked to extremely knowledgeable people on the demonology end of it. Mm-hmm. People that know what's going on. A lot of people are looking at things openly. Is there a reason that all these things are happening and the demonology came so much more in the forefront? Sure, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Do I believe there there's people out there that are that are, you know, demonologists that I might not have ever heard of? Yes, I can't rule that out. Because so many of us were underground. It's the oh, best way I can describe it for so many years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there are people that have made contact with me, you know, and all due respect to these people that are phenomenal. And they're, we're all saying the same thing. We're approaching things. Things have changed so much, and I'm a firm believer. 
Has the veil thinned? Absolutely. It's, it's thinned incredibly to where there are a lot more experiences happening. People are witnessing things that they never did before. Our, our cases are, uh, have changed dramatically w- with the uh, effect of the things that are occurring and happening. And here again, with a lot of this, it's not something I rule out. Is this all happening for a reason? I have to say yes. Uh-huh. It's all being brought out to the forefront for a reason. Well, good. I mean, that means that the media out there, then a lot, and a lot of these shows and stuff are talking. I mean, they, they have a purpose, then they have a really good purpose, then, and that may be the reason that a lot of these people. I mean, a lot of people are getting into this stuff now. Absolutely. Um, looking at it in that light, I mean, it's a very positive thing. I think it's really great. Uh, you know, and I, I mean, we talked. I think I, who did I talk? We talked about this the other day or something like that. Uh, you know, and I think in the next couple of years, you're going to see a little bit of a thinning out in this field as far as a lot of the groups that are out there, a lot of the people that are working in this field. Some of the people are just, just they're going to realize it is just isn't as exciting as, you know, maybe TV made it out to be. You know, we've talked about this too before, I think, John. And, uh, you know, those the, the, the people that really care and who want to do this stuff and want to do this work, they'll still be here. They'll be here forever. They're not going anywhere, no matter how popular it is in media, I guess. Well, see, the, the one thing that I'm looking at, and, and it's a very positive, when you're, you're looking at different things, we're looking at the spiritual end yeah. in the scientific and combining, which has been a very difficult thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, you, you, we always had this struggle, you know, because, you know, a, a psychic or a medium or, you know, people are picking up on things or sensing things, and it couldn't scientifically be proven out, people would automatically assume, okay, there's nothing happening. But now people are looking past that. People are doing what I've been saying for the past, you know, 10 years. Look at the gifted people. Look at the psychic people. You have them on an investigation with you. They're picking up on something or they're experiencing something, providing they're legit. Yeah. Psychics or mediums, because there's a lot of fakes out there. Yeah. But anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> uh, okay, you know, and you know, somebody goes over there. They're getting a temperature change. They they take a picture. They're doing the infrared. They're picking up on something. How cool is that? You're picking up on the spiritual. They're documenting it scientifically. How cool is that? Oh yeah, and I, you know, I know we've promoted that for a very long time here too. We've always tried to work with both ends of that. We like the zeros and ones. We like the hard numbers and things like that. But mm-hmm. we've also worked with the sensitives too to see what their take is on the situation. Also, absolutely, uh, it's a very, very good marriage. And you're right, John. I mean, it, it is something that I've been seeing too. Is that there is this breakdown now that there is a. You know, both sides of the, of the fence, so to say. The scientists and the spiritualists are starting to work together a lot more now with, with a lot of the groups that are out there now. I think it's a great thing. It's a phenomenal thing. And I think it's going to help a lot in the future, too. And another thing that, that has altered, and, and a lot of people don't realize it, is from the scientific approach, counselors, therapists, psychiatrists, uh-huh. I intermingle more with them now than I ever did in the past over the past couple of years. They're, they're looking beyond the scope. They might not believe in it. It might not be something that they understand within their textbook, but it's falling out of the category of how they calculate different things. Mm. And w- when that starts breaking and you start to see things opening up, where people are looking outside of their box, and I always call that, 
you know, outside of the box. Always look outside it because it's so important uh-huh. because there's so many clues and there's so many different things that we can miss. And we can look right past it and not even realize it. But here again, there's another whole community that I've seen where they've changed their at least thinking. It's not cut and dry anymore. Okay, the person's nuts. End of story. <laughs> Put them away. Yeah. So, you know, they're looking at it a little bit differently. And there, there's been some high-profile people that <laughs> I've dealt with and gone back and forth with. You know, they're not willing to come out publicly and state that they know there's ghosts or devils or demons, but they're looking and they're searching. Uh-huh. And they're trying to understand some of these different things that paranormal investigators have talked about for years. Well, I think a lot of the mental aspects, too, we've talked about that before, is that, you know, I... Like you just said, John, you know, oh, this guy's crazy. You, you know, you, you're either crazy or you're not crazy. Uh, what about having different ideas? Does that make you crazy? Uh, and it seems like, you know, there was a lot more judging going on, you know, 10, 20 years ago. But people are starting to, you know, they're starting to look at the gray areas now a lot more going, well, this doesn't really necessarily mean this person's a danger to themselves and other people. They just have different ideas. You know, you know define crazy now, right? It's a good well, thing. Well, you, know, you know, which which is a healthy thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very healthy. I mean, you know, if you fall out of the mainstream, you know, 10 years ago, you were shunned. Yep. Today, yeah. we look at it a lot more openly. I mean, some conversations that I have, I'll just sit here and listen to those conversations, hang up the phone. I have to think about those things. I uh-huh. have to give that some food for thought. And, and once I stop doing that, then I stop growing yep. and I stop searching. You know, like I always say, 36 years involved with this, sometimes a lot of the different things, i got more questions now than when I started. Believe me, I know that. I <laughs> know how way that feels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's where some people, I think, they get frustrated, and that's when they stomp away. Uh, but I think that's the time where you have to put your nose down to the grind even more and try to answer those the, the even more questions that you may have. Uh, and that's how you do grow right there, John. I, and that's what it's all about, I think. Absolutely. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's very key and it's very essential. Well, geez, I, we're at the end of the show. I think we are. We are? Yeah. Wow. That was the fastest hour. We need to take a break, John. We just need to take a break, but we we do want to say that your website. Yes, yes. We've got for you www.johnzaffis z a f f i s dot com. We also have www.prsne.com, of course. The the Paranormal Research Society of New England. Well, my favorite one, just like everybody else's, is. I have a MySpace page. I'll be your friend. I just became your friend like the other day, wasn't it? I'll be your friend. I I, I just became his friend just the other day. I don't think I had you you on my list. I'm like, I've got to find John (laughs) Savage. Because I was secretly stalking his page and telling you things about his page. Ah, that's right. That's right. I was. So, I do, John. I so I'm do. like, what, what's up? Uh, did, did we give out? Did you give? We give out, You have a MySpace page, John. What's the URL for MySpace? It's MySpace.com/slash. John Zappas. Yeah. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Hold on, I'll go look. He's now one of my friends. So you can always go to MySpace.com slash GT Doug uh-huh. and then look under my friends under the J's for John Zappas and then befriend him from there. 
There you go. Wow, I like that. you're so okay, MySpace.com slash index CFM. Yes, yes. Question mark. Oh, yeah, there's the URL. Friend. Nice and simple. ID number. Wow, that's so easy. I love nice it. Nice and easy, yeah. We'll put it up on. Yeah, I'll tell you what. What we'll do when we post up the update for tonight, we'll definitely. It is just MySpace.com backslash John Zaffis. All right, there you go. Ah, you got excellent. it, John. You were it right. Is John Zaffis. John, I gotta Thank say, you, sweetheart, you're welcome, Dollface. <laughs> John, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show and and talk to you about what's going on and 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 learn. I don't from know you. if I can wait till June to see everybody. I know that's way well, too long. Well, then come on up and visit us, John. Yeah, yeah you can see us. <laughs> We're having a party next month. You can come. Well, you know, we'll, we'll travel no, anyway. Tom, Tom told me never to go up north in the winter. That I'd be up there all winter. <laughs> no. <laughs> What I'll keep you warm, John. It'll be okay. Oh, that? <laughs> it's always good to have you on, John, though. Thank you. Stay on the line for one second, though, okay? Don't leave okay. us yet. Oh, man. All right. Quite, quite, quite a show. I have to thank uh, Linda Zimmerman, of course, yeah, ghostinvestigator.com. Awesome. Yeah, we have to thank John Zaffis of John, johnzaffis.com and prsne.com. You're a uh, friend of ours. And then everybody who listened to me rant and rave. And, and Tanya just, and Andy. And, of course, Tanya and Andy, Andy who called in, in yeah. from expiroproductions.com, also Good linked up on ghostlytalk.com. Yep. Uh, and, of course, everybody, for I thank you for letting me rant and rave and um, uh, just go on and on during really a couple of these segments. really couldn't stop you anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> no matter what, <laughs> no matter what you do, take me out of the channel, whatever. I sometimes just go on. Thank you for listening, and thanks for uh, learning along with us from uh, John and, and uh, Linda and and uh, us. and us and Andy and Tanya. So thanks everyone. We will be back uh, not next week. We're off for Super Bowl Sunday, but two weeks from now, same time, uh, six p.m. till nine p.m. Eastern. Until then, www.ghostytalk.com says I have been Doug. I am Scott L. And I'm Bonnie. See you guys later. I need to go someplace where a man can think.
becomes the media.